Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We often hear the crazy lengths that actors go to when prepping for roles. But in these films, the actors were, for any number of wacky reasons, ready to go years before the part was ever theirs in the first place. I'm Will for What Culture, and here are 10 actors who perfected roles years before the movie. 10. Pierce Brosnan was picked to play James Bond nine years earlier, Goldeneye. Pierce Brosnan didn't have the most spectacular run of James Bond movies, all things considered, but to an entire generation of fans, he is the quintessential 007. The movies weren't always good, but his charming yet reserved performance was beyond reproach. Brosnan at least had a thoroughly pervasive coming out party with his debut in 1995's Goldeneye, a film which lingered in development hell for six years due to various legal wranglings surrounding the property. But Brosnan's casting was far from surprising, as the actor had originally been cast in the role almost a decade prior, and had many, many years to hone his take on the character. After NBC cancelled his hit crime series Remington Steel in 1986, Brosnan was formally offered the Bond role, but the surrounding publicity caused Remington Steel's ratings to skyrocket, resulting in the show's last-minute renewal and therefore being prevented from boarding the 007 gig. Eon Productions then forged ahead with Timothy Dalton for the next two Bond flicks, before the baton was passed back to Brosnan. If you needed any further proof that Brosnan had the Bond role down years in advance, just check out the 1986 Diet Coke commercial he starred in just weeks after NBC blocked him from joining the franchise, where he played an unnamed, suave, suited-up agent character. 9. Rob Lowe could already impersonate Robert Wagner after dating his daughter. Austin Powers 2 Perhaps one of the more underappreciated comedic performances in the Austin Powers sequel, The Spy Who Shagged Me, is that of Rob Lowe, who, per the film's timey-wimey shenanigans, plays a younger version of Dr. Evil's underling number two, who, in his older form, is of course played by Robert Wagner. But Lowe set himself up for success years prior, when he dated one of Wagner's daughters, and consequently developed his own impression of the legendary actor by spending time with him. This paid off dividends when Lowe was playing golf with Mike Myers, while the Austin Powers sequel was in early development stages, and performed his spot-on Wagner impression for The Funny Man, which led to Lowe being offered the role of young number two. Just goes to show that mocking your ex-girlfriend's father really can pay off. 8. Johnny Depp became Hunter S. Thompson's close friend years before Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. When discussing Johnny Depp's most iconic and unforgettable performances, it is impossible to ignore his turn as drug-addled journalist Raoul Duke in Terry Gilliam's Fear and Loathing 
clothing in Las Vegas. Duke is, of course, based on the author of the source novel himself, Hunter S. Thompson, and in order to prepare for the role, Depp spent four months living in the basement of Thompson's home, studying his mannerisms, reading his journals, and even wearing his clothes. But Depp's work for the part actually began several years prior, when he first met Thompson at a December 1994 party. After getting acquainted, the two went back to Thompson's house and built a bomb out of propane tanks and nitroglycerin, which Depp then exploded with a 12-gauge shotgun. Depp called the pair inseparable after this introduction, resulting in Thompson becoming convinced that nobody but Depp could play him on screen. And so, from that very first meeting, Depp was preparing himself to play one of the most distinctive roles of his decorated career. 7. Anthony Ingruber was a Harrison Ford impersonator on YouTube. The Age of Adeline. You may not know the name Anthony Ingruber, but you might well recognize his face, or at least appreciate the uncanny physical resemblance he bears to a young Harrison Ford. Ingruber first made a name for himself posting Harrison Ford impersonations to YouTube back in 2008, which eventually led to him being cast as a young version of Ford's character, William Jones, in the 2015 film The Age of Adeline. Though a relatively small role, Ingruber's appearance in the film earned the actor major mainstream attention with many expressing shock at how believably he channeled a young Ford. This also led to a passionate campaign for Ingruber to be cast as a young Han Solo in Solo, A Star Wars Story, which, despite him auditioning, sadly did not come to pass. 6. Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi formed a real blues band, The Blues Brothers. 1980s classic musical comedy The Blues Brothers was a massive critical and commercial success, and helped bolster the careers of rising comedians John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. But of course, the Blues Brothers, as an idea, predated the movie by several years, having started out life as a 1978 skit on Saturday Night Live, with Belushi and Aykroyd playing the frontmen to the titular band through a series of spirited musical performances. Yet, the actual genesis of both the band and the skit go back even further than that. Belushi and Aykroyd appeared in a January 17th, 1976 SNL sketch as members of Howard Shaw's band, singing and playing harmonica respectively. After SNL tapings, Belushi, Aykroyd, and many crew members would often head to a bar Aykroyd had rented and filled with musical instruments, allowing attendees to jam to their heart's content. At this bar, Aykroyd not only began writing the script for the eventual Blues Brothers movie, but introduced Belushi to blues music, with which he quickly became obsessed. The pair ended up singing with local blues bands, and soon enough, the Blues Brothers were born. By the time the movie went into production a few years later, they were truly living the roles of Jake and Elwood Blues. 5. Laurence Olivier played Hamlet on stage 11 years earlier. Hamlet. No actor in history has so effusively expressed their admiration for the works of Shakespeare as the great Laurence Olivier, who across both stage and screen has performed and directed some of the most revered renditions of the Bard's finest plays. But the undeniable peak of Olivier's cinematic career was his 1948 adaptation of Hamlet, which, in addition to being the first British film to win Best Picture Oscar, also netted Olivier a Best Actor Oscar for playing the titular character, making him the only actor in history to win an Academy Award for a Shakespearean role. Yet, by 1948, Olivier could practically play Hamlet in his sleep, having first played the part on stage 11 years prior in a 1937 production of Hamlet hosted at London's legendary Old Vic Theatre. 
Curiously though, early reviews for Olivier's Hamlet were rather lukewarm, often comparing him unfavorably to John Galegood, whose 1930 season playing Hamlet at the Old Vic was universally lauded. Yet, critics be damned, Olivier forged ahead and with more than a decade to prepare, delivered what remains the definitive cinematic iteration of the iconic Troubled King. 4. Christian Bale spent two years obsessing over the role. American Psycho. Christian Bale received global recognition in the year 2000 for his electrifying performance as serial killer Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Yet despite being just 25 years old at the time of shooting, Bale had been prepping for several years. Bale had been hired by director Mary Harron in early 1997, but after Lionsgate acquired worldwide distribution later that year, they attempted to replace Bale, who only had a handshake agreement with the director. They had their sights set on Edward Norton or Leonardo DiCaprio. Bale could not be deterred though, and even as Lionsgate aggressively courted DiCaprio for the part, while also attempting to replace Harron as director, Bale turned down other roles for an entire nine months, obsessing over the part, not unlike Bateman perhaps, while confident DiCaprio wouldn't sign on. Ultimately, Bale turned out to be correct, as DiCaprio eventually bailed to make the beach with Danny Boyle instead, and after Bale convinced Ewan McGregor to turn the part down, it was finally given back to him, with Harron also returning to the project. Before production began, Bale spent several months working out with his own volition, and then three hours per day with a trainer during the pre-production period. For further inspiration, he studied a Tom Cruise interview with Larry King, fascinated by the actor's intense friendliness with nothing behind the eyes, and also Nicolas Cage's astoundingly off-kilter performance in the 1989 black comedy Vampire's Kiss. By the time filming began in March of 1999, Bale had been swirling this character around his head for more than two years, and so it's little surprise he delivered what remains arguably the strongest performance of his entire career. 3. Richard Gere worked with homeless New Yorkers for over a decade. Time out of mind. Richard Gere received rave reviews for his performance in 2014's Time Out of Mind, which, far away from the actor's tendency to play suave sophisticates, cast him as George, a homeless man who seeks to reconnect with his estranged daughter Maggie. But this wasn't merely an attempt by Gere to play against type. Prior to the film's release, he spent 12 years working with New York's Coalition for the Homeless, an organization fighting to combat America's homeless epidemic and destigmatize homelessness. His work with the charity ultimately heavily informed his performance as George, drawing on the experiences of many homeless New Yorkers he encountered for more than a decade prior to the film's shoot. 2. Ryan Reynolds voiced Deadpool in 2012 test footage. Deadpool. Though there's no denying that Ryan Reynolds' first pass at Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine was a near-total bust, that was 100% the fault of the script, which simply didn't even respect the character enough to keep his mouth open, outrageously sewing it shut in the film's shambolic third act. But Reynolds found himself thoroughly redeemed when he played the part in an R-rated solo movie in 2016, which between its phenomenal critical and commercial success, cemented the fourth wall-breaking superhero as a pop culture icon. Yet, this version of Deadpool was many years in the making, and only got the green light from Fox after a still unidentified party leaked CGI test footage commissioned by the studio in mid-2014. The rapturous online response caused Fox to fast-track Deadpool into production, and the rest is history. But the footage itself was actually created back in 2012 by director Tim Miller for a low six-figure budget, with Reynolds providing his now signature voiceover as the superhero. Considering the total parity 
discrepancy between Reynolds' voiceover in the 2012 footage and the 2016 movie, he clearly had the character down long before the cameras finally started rolling on the film. 1. Denzel Washington and Viola Davis won Tony Awards for the stage version six years earlier. Fences. There's a distinguished club of just nine actors who have originated a role on stage, won a Tony Award for it, translated the role to the big screen, and repeated that success with an Oscar win. More often than not, those actors who managed to win Tonys and Oscars for the same performance struck while the iron was hot, and appeared in a movie based on a theatre production a couple of years later. But that wasn't quite the case with Fences, which began life as a 1985 play and was revived for Broadway in 2010, where Denzel Washington and Viola Davis both won Tony Awards for their performances as an embattled married couple. Six years later in 2016, Fences was adapted into a film, directed by Washington himself, while he and Davis both reprised their respective roles. Each received Oscar nominations in the process, and Davis went on to win the Best Supporting Actress Award for her sublime work. While there are fundamental differences between a stage and screen performance, much like Olivier's reprise of Hamlet, they clearly had this thing on lock before even a frame of the film had been shot. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.